Good evening, good evening, good evening. How is everyone doing out there? Uh, we are here. It's the Ramen Movement. We are back. We're having a great day, and we are all joined in. Uh, it's the usual crew. Hey. Just thought I'd say what's up. Hey, hey. Hey, guys. Miss <laughs> <laughs> David, what's new and improved? Oh, man, life has improved. Everything gets better with time and divine time. I'm so excited and so grateful. How was your week? A wonderful week. Good. A lot of good things accomplished. A lot of goal setting. A lot of planning. A lot of goal fruition. Good. Ah! Good. Yeah. Manifest. Yeah. Manifest. We love yes. to hear things coming through fruition. I'm glad she spoke on that because we're going to get into that today a little bit about planning. CT, what's happening, man? What's new? Uh, you know, just working, uh, getting fat boy problems out there. I uh, actually did a new blog today that'll be out if you want to go and check that out. Um, I actually had a conversation with um, someone we grew up with, and uh, he approached me. It's talking about the same ideas as far as a food show. Okay. Uh, yeah. What I've been talking about, and he's talking about doing it. The thing is, the uh, other guy he's talking about doing it with, they already got a film team. So, the vlog may be coming quicker than we thought, and everything's falling into place. So Nothing happens by accident. So, Absolutely. Uh, we're working to make this is a conscious effort, not only just to make it aware I've got this business, but also, man, again, I said it before, I'll say it again, I'm here to shine the light on my city. All right, Everybody man. wants blink, blink. to go away from the city, talk bad about the city, but you end up back in the city. I love my city. I love my home. And there's things about my city and home that other people don't have. And we're the ones that are connected. Again, you have to come through our city to get to all these other places. Absolutely. So why don't we get our shot on? Right. All the more reason to start a business, do some sort of thing to get exposure on the city. The positive exposure, of course. But that's great. I'm glad that happened for you. Like I say, nothing happens by accident. What about you, Mr. T? I mean, Mr. Taylor? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> How I was your week? My week was great. Um, things were a little bit hectic to start the week, but you press on in faith, and things always have a way of working out. Um, like you were talking about, some goals manifest, and we were talking about planning for 2020. Uh, if you haven't done so, get your vision vault. I'm telling you, I'm about to uh, put more in mine because... You know, your family will thank you now, but they'll really thank you later for just thinking about them uh, in ways they can't imagine. Um, had some stocks matured. That money will be available next year, you know, so that's kind of on a, a personal thing. But it's going to help me grow my business because I'll be able to invest in and getting more products and getting more samples out to people. Uh, it's, it's a little difficult in health and wellness, but it's about to crank up at this season, you know, towards the new year. Mm -hmm. Everybody's new year, new resolution. Year. I know it's a... Yeah, I know it's a cliche. Yeah, yeah. So if you want help, drink your swamp water, part. Drink your swamp water, people. There you go. If you want help getting your body snatched, come come holler at me for your swamp water. I appreciate that shameless plug. But let's get into it. So we're going to talk about planning today, from an aspect of in the broad sense of like what's on the horizon, as well as just quarter four, and as well as understanding your words. So. 
that being said, we'll start with uh, CT. You know, you had some thoughts as far as planning and with respect to the recession that is coming. Not might, but is coming. It's on the way, and we all have seen the signs of it, and we've talked about it on the podcast as far as the wealthy are not spending right now and things that? that are going on that are showing visions of a recession to come into place. Um, the question that I had and I want to pose is, is this the time for you to go ahead and start your business? Being that it's about to be a recession, does it bid you good to go ahead and get your feet into this that way? I guess, I don't know if you would say that you're starting at a, a lower field as far as the... Um, the money aspect, because of the recession, it may bring it down to where you your investment into that business, it may not take you as much as if it, the market was on the up and up. Sure. So is this the time for you to do that? And I mean, if there is a recession with your job and everything, things are not guaranteed as well. So you can always lose your job because of recession. That's absolutely true. So, and that's all the more reason why I believe now is the proper time. Start now mm -hmm. because you are creating a level of consistency. You're creating your branding. You're putting things out there. You're able to create a foundation and you can leverage it when the time shifts, when things change. Mm -hmm. Whereas people who are trying to start from nothing with nothing mm -hmm. in the middle of the recession... That's not going to be advantageous to them. They need to already be in position to say, hey, you know, I was already doing this or, you know, I already have a plan for that. Right. And this allows you to be able to rise above the crop. Now, the second point to that is they talk about most small businesses fail between the first five years. So if you're already looking at it and saying, well, I've got my nine to five, that's paying mm -hmm. for my lifestyle, my six to 10, that's building my empire. Well, I may not be able to make any money during that time frame, but I know that I'm going to create a level of consistency mm -hmm. during that time frame. It also shows that if, if you were able to trigger it or create a recession-proof business, you've already been working on it, you've already been planning it, it's been more strategic, it's not been, oh, I got to do it out of necessity because now everything mm -hmm. just failed. You know, we talked about before, be proactive not reactive. Mm -hmm. So now being able to take that into your consideration and saying, okay, so what's going to happen through the recession and how am I going to be able to make money from right. that? You know, there are realtors who was like, oh, I didn't make money in the recession. There's other ones that said, yeah, I made a ton of money in the recession because I already planned. I knew how to market and position myself appropriately for it. So I absolutely believe it is the perfect time to do it now. Even if you don't make any money during the recession, you have already created a brand that's going mm -hmm. to stand through the recession so people will remember your name and see your consistency right. and be able to trust you once the recession is over, then you'll be able to pick back up as though you never missed the beat. So I, I absolutely see that being a valuable tool. And the other part of it is being able to say, this is the season where you would want to start looking at not just your business, but how many different streams of income mm. can your business create? Right. So in the respect of, 
you're doing the blog now, all right, there might be some things where, you know, you've got your Google AdWords or, you know, your advertisement things that's going to create an income stream for doing that. It may also be that you put out an ebook and talk about different foods and health benefits. Um, it might be that you start even considering doing some experimentation with your own food and creating right. and catering and things of that nature because people have already started to create a value in your word and in mm -hmm. what you think about food. So if there's a recession and people go broke, you might be the one that's teaching them how to coupon and save money and you can be charging for classes for that. So that may be a way that if you, God forbid, were to lose your job, you could immediately, boom. Transition into it more. Transition to an opportunity that was going to replace your income and help right. to keep you afloat during mm -hmm. what's coming to be a very hard and difficult time for a lot of people. Right. And I would say it, it's a great time to start a business with the caveat of if you're serious. Because if you're not serious, you will become jaded toward the process. Because there, there are ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. There are different times. You know, I've learned uh, specifically in the health and wellness industry, summer's horrible. People are going on vacation. They didn't get their summer bod. They didn't get whatever. So they're not interested in getting healthy at that time. They just want to get away from the nine to five and the, the order. And so if you're not prepared for those parts of it, it can be even more frustrating. If you add that to the stress of jobs cutting back or anything, mm -hmm. you know, again, like she said, if you're being reactive and you're already in a stressful state, you're, you're not going to be able to perform in the sense of I'm building a foundation for a successful business. And, you know, Robert Kiyosaki talks about that. A successful business is one that you can walk away from and come back in two years and it's worth more than when you left it. Sure. You know, so some people don't have the long term. So as tough as times are going to get for some people, it may be best to not get into a venture like that, you know, because you're not serious enough. I hope. You know, someone can listen to this and have that conversation, that internal conversation. Like, how serious are you? I have to get serious about this. Mm -hmm. This is, I'm protecting my family from, mm -hmm. you know, I want them to be insulated. I don't want to come home and say, you know, oh, they cut me back on hours. I want to say, oh, I create another stream of income, so we're good. You know, right. I want to, again, I've I told people, one of my main parts, you know, for doing this for my family was I want my no to be out of choice, not out of ability. So, I don't want to mm -hmm. have to say no because I can't do it. Right. I want to say no because I, I don't, don't want to do it. You know, and that's, you know, we're laying the foundation now. Mm -hmm. I've been in my business two years and I've, I've learned some hard and some painful lessons but I appreciate you all because, you know, CT, you keep the positive attitude. And, and David, when you shared about, like, you still have to keep a positive face with people after some of the things that happened to you when they lapsed on the policy or things like that. But you still keep your chin up. And, like, those two things, I, I thrive off of those things. And I, you all have helped me because I'm telling you now, like, just this year, a handful of people have left my business that were in it for the long haul. Let's mm -hmm. just say that, you know, but it's not to disparage them. It's my business. Right. It's not anybody else's thing. Am I taking this serious enough? These are, and I don't want anybody to think this is something I'm just spitting out. 
these are questions I ask myself. Are you taking it serious enough? Right. You know, when you're on your own business, you're the best and the worst employee. You don't want to go to work, that's fine. And sometimes you've touched on it before, the nine to five can make you too relaxed. Right. Why? Because I can go to work. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a paycheck from my... But what about now when the storm's coming? Sure. You know, do we do we see the storm and just say, oh, I see the clouds rolling this way. You know, maybe I'll just sit on the beach a little longer and see what... Or do we say, okay, there's a storm coming. We need to go ahead and pack up everything. We need to move here. We'll go back out when the storm subsides. So sometimes it's... It, it is necessary... To have those conversations, but I, I honestly don't think like some people take it that serious. The aspect of starting your own business. This is a hobby on the side that I'm doing, and sure, if it takes off, great. But if I don't make a million dollars in three months, then it was a scam. Yeah. Well, and and I think a lot of that is you're 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 right. The three months is where you hit on it. People have to understand that time. Mm-hmm. Is the most invaluable thing that we have. It is more important than money, 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 money. But it is the most important thing that we have. Mm-hmm. So how we use our time is very important. Is so important. And are we using our time where we're getting a return on that investment? Are we looking at it from the standpoint of I know every dollar I spend is going to go into my business and that's going to turn into a return on the investment. I know Mm -hmm. every TV show I watch, is that beneficial? Right. Every place that I go, everything that I do or the people that I associate with, they say, you know, you are the sum of the income of the five people that you hang around with. Well, it's very important to me start looking around the people that I hang around with. It was like, what's your money look like? Because I don't want to be like you. If four out of four, if <laughs> four I people are broke, when yeah. I trade places with you, if four of y'all broke, then I keep hanging out with y'all. I'm gonna be broke too. You know, you have to be in the right circles and be able to start thrive off of what can you, what value can you bring? How can you improve me? How can you take me to the next level? And I think that's so very important in the time aspect because. Mm-hmm. If you're hanging around with people who always have business ideas, they have strategies, they're talking, they're encouraging, they're they're promoting, they're pushing. I mean, I won't admit, I'll be the first to admit, we almost bullied you into starting a business, but... It was needed. It was absolutely necessary. But, you know, it's mind you, if you had been in a different circle in a different crowd, then they wouldn't have been. Right. It never would happen. And even still, with you doing it, it was super cool because you found something that you loved. It was your passion. Mm -hmm. It's not anything that was like, okay, I want you to go out here and learn how to do woodworking or something it was like whoa wait i don't i don't do manual labor i'm not mexican i'm sorry that was racist my apologies (laughs) my apologies but yes no (laughs) Mm -mm, leave my but the reality of it is being able to have those conversations mm-hmm. just come at you. It's like, all right, I can find something. I like something. You know, you, even when you hit us up with the logo and was like, what you think of the logo? I don't like it. I mean, I think you can do better. I think, right. you know, this right. can speak more in time with you. You have to have those people who will challenge you and push mm-hmm. you because they want to see you be successful. I don't right. make a dime off your logo. Think about the name of the podcast. Yes. You told me. You was like, how married are you to the name? Yes. Like, you know, there was two ways I could have took it. I could have been, you know what? I'll just do this by myself. 
But I was like, I need to pay attention to what she's... She's proven herself successful. Tell the story, because I don't she, understand what happened. She's the professional on staff. I am. I am. So... Four and a half years, I ain't collected a check. Right. Hey. Right. But, but we in Paycheck, that is. I ain't collected a paycheck in this thing. Praise God for it. Truly independent. We appreciate it. But no, for anyone who's not familiar, you know, there was the original name of this podcast was Making Progress. Right. And I really didn't feel like that was strong enough and it didn't communicate, you know, hey, we're business owners, but we've all had to go through the ramen movement phase where I got to eat ramen movement. Right. Well, ramen noodles, rather, in order to save some money and put my time and my focus. I'm not going to the movies. I'm not going on trips. I'm not spending money left and right. That's what this whole movement is about, is being able to say, I'm willing to take all of my assets, my money, my paycheck. My paycheck is a a seed that I sow. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to sow that into my business to make my business grow. And in doing so, I'm willing to eat ramen over here because I know once I sow that seed, it is going to grow and it's going to flourish in such a tremendous way that it will absolutely outshine. It'll overshadow all of the ramen noodle days. Right. It's worth it. It makes it totally worth it. It's so worth it. I mean, that factors into your why. You know, if you're not willing or ready to do that, to make some kind of sacrifice, again, you're not taking it serious enough. And I, I think a lot of people walk into it haphazardly because they do fall in love with the guy in front of the room giving the presentation about driving a Maserati and this and that. Sure. But, you know, some people manufacture those things. You know, they come from money. So it's like the parents, the kid says, I'm doing a business. And the parents say, all right, we'll invest $50,000 in you. Mm-hmm. What level are they going to be at in the company in a short amount of time? Right, and a lot of people get led astray. And I'm speci- I'm speaking specifically to the multi-level marketing business. I mean, I can't say for any other industry, but I know that's how it works in that industry. A lot of people don't look at the product or service provided overall, mm-hmm. and they get disillusioned by the money concept of, oh, I can yes, you can make a lot of money. And if somebody else makes a lot of money and I don't, then it had to be a scam. You don't know what kind of time they put in. Right. You don't know what kind of hours they put in. Mm -hmm. You don't know what they put in. Some people luck up, but most people don't. Mm -hmm. Most people don't. And one of my mentors in multi-level marketing, uh, shout out Kibi Whitehead if you're listening. um, Hey, Kibi. She said it. She was like, it's a three to five year process, to your point. Before you actually get it rolling. Why don't you have her on the show one time? She would. She would probably come up here. I need to to get in touch with her. I'll, I'll reach out to her and see. Because she came up before and did a couple presentations. So That's excellent. It would be, it would be to advantageous to have her up here. But yeah, so that's where, again, my, my point is you have to have the caveat of being serious enough about it. Because if you don't. You're going to waste your time. You're going to waste your family's time. You're going to waste other people's time. And again, back to time being that most precious commodity. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not going to take being a business owner serious enough, just go get a second job. You know, that way you got something else to complain about. You're already complaining about the first one. Go get another one. Complain about that. And you can stay in that same rut that you've been conditioned to. And it's everybody else's fault. And, you know. Get your brother. Can, <laughs> I mean, but it, it's true to life. I mean, you know, 
Like you said. Look, look, in this space, we only speak right. abundance. And, and so the second time you bring me your problem, I'm going to ask you for three solutions. I mean, that's what I was given the first time I went out on a job in field service, called home. He was like, okay, so what do you want to do? I was like, huh? He's like, yeah, when you call me with a problem, I, I need you to give me three choices to make. You're there. I'm, I'm in Knoxville. I can't do anything about it. And that changed my mindset of how you approach problems and how you mm-hmm. deal with it, which that's how you should approach the recession. It's coming. Yeah. Do I want to prep now? Or And I saw it in my backyard today, just looking out the window, oh. having a cup of coffee. Guess what a squirrel was doing? Hoarding nuts? Hoarding. Burying them. Sniffing around, finding them a spot. Bury it. Go back and get another one. Why? They know winter's coming. Mm-hmm. It's instinctive. Mm-hmm. And we have to prepare for this recession like we know it's coming. So that's the important part about planning. You can't plan when things happen. Right. You know, you look at cars, you look at anything man-made, you look at anything mechanical, you look at jobs, you look at all the different things that can throw your plans off kilter. Mm-hmm. But that brings us to another point. Do we make plans? We should. It's absolutely imperative that we make plans. You know, I, I definitely am in the financial planning industry, but... You know, a lot of people look at it and was like, well, I make money, I spend money, you know, it's mine, I'm riding around, I'm getting it or whatever. You know, they want to just look at it as a tool that they can use to live their best life. But they don't take into consideration that any and everything could potentially happen at any given time and they've made no contingencies. One of the biggest things, my, my boss, Allie, before me, she was such a big stickler she was a um, women athletic director so she would always make sure that they had game plans when they went to go play basketball when they went to go play ball they always had game plans they knew exactly what plays they were going to run they knew how many they would do drills so they would be prepared for that mm-hmm. they would go to practice all these other things but they created a plan that said when it's time to perform when the recession actually hits whatever happens then boom, we know exactly what moves to make. We don't have to figure it out while we're in the middle of the game. We don't have, it's already embedded in our mind. It's already part of our discipline to say, well, this happens to the left, then you you go to the right. So she considered herself a financial coach. And the same thing is true with any other sport, whether it be basketball or football or soccer. All of the athletes, they go into the game with a plan. Always train first. Always train. To be prepared for the day. Absolutely. And that plan, that game plan, essentially tells them this is what we're going to do. These are how many steps that we're going to make in this right direction so we can outstep. Who was it talking about? Kobe? He would always be in the gym. No matter what, he would always be in the gym and he would be putting them up, putting them up, putting them up, putting them up. But it was like nobody was going to out train him. So when he got on the court, he was ready to perform no matter what. Right. So that, there was an interesting article, and I hate that I can't recall the player, but he said that. He said he thought he was going to get to the gym early, and Kobe had already been there in a lather. Yeah. Like already pouring sweat. Yep. And then he said he went through his workout, and he was still going. And like she said, like he's just that determined that no. But why don't we take that attitude well, he's also said that about Shaq. He said Shaq could have been a better player. Right. 
if he just had the right frame of mind. So some of us are still getting along with just our talents or just the, you know, our physical skills or, you know, God-given talents. And that's phenomenal. But being able to acknowledge if you don't have those God-given talents and you know that you got to work harder in order to make it work, don't be afraid of the work. Don't be afraid of putting, it's almost like saying, I, I wasn't given an inheritance. So I... Does that mean I'm not supposed to be rich? No. Right. That means that I need you to get out build. here and be able to make up for what my parents you didn't know. work for it and find it. It's just basically finding another route to do it. Absolutely. You have to get in the mind state is that, and that falls on some people too, they think everything is owed to them mm. because they went through something. So when do you think everybody think, goes through something? I think we touched on this in a previous show. And I'll, I mean, I'll say it, you know. I'll even give a range between 22 and 25. But when do you become, in y'all's opinion, personally accountable for your, the choices you made? Like, when can you stop blaming childhood? When can you start accepting? That depends on is- the person, man. Because there's some people still to this day, they're as old as we are, and they still want to blame everybody else for all the things that go wrong in their life. It's this person's fault. It's that person's fault. If she would have did what she's supposed to, I wouldn't be in this situation. No, you have to sit there and say to yourself, look, man, you made the decision. It's on you now. How are you going to fix it? What are you going to do to make this work? But make it more personal say, what am I going to do? Right. Have that conversation in the mirror. Sure. I mean, I think that's where where it starts. And, and And that's the other thing about it is, and I think this is what Carrick is saying, you have to create the own accountability for yourself. Nobody else is going to be able to tell you, you know, you have to come to a stage where I am not a child anymore. I put away my childish things. I control my own destiny. I'm the Mm -hmm. master of my own fate. I'm not going to let anybody or anything or any tradition or any ideas or beliefs that don't align with who I am and what I believe and where I'm going in this life control me. Mm-hmm. I really have to be focused in respect of what do I want from me? And that's mm-hmm. a big thing that I, I sit down and I talk to people and say, what do you want? And I tell them all the time, this is your money. You're putting in your investment account for yours. The name of this business is Life Vision Solution. Your Life Vision Solution. What do you want? Because mm-hmm. right. if you can't tell me what you want, I can't help you to plan for it. I can't right. be able to mm-hmm. put it into an investment and even still, all the money comes back to you. But it's all about what do you want? Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. You know, Habakkuk 2 and 2 is actually the theme for my business. Write the vision. Make it plain. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's scriptural. Yeah. Write, if you write the vision and you take the vision and you stick with it and you focus on it and you make it come true. And then you'll be able to go after your different other visions. So many people spend their money on hundreds of things that have nothing to do with their vision, nothing to do with the things that they want. That is useless. That is senseless. Then the same thing is true in business. Why are you out here taking trips and stuff with your family that you're not even writing off on your taxes, whereas you could be taking some of those proceeds from that trip, reinvesting it back into your business, writing that off on your taxes, but it also has... A return on investment. Every time you go out to eat now, that's a return on your investment because it's your business. Right. 
that is so very important to be able to say, how can I leverage what I like to do with the things that I need to do mm -hmm. so I can ensure that it grows me in the future? Mm. That's it. That's all. Right. If, now, what would happen if, of course, you, we all know Fat Boy Problems is a food blog and vlog. What happens if he decides he didn't want to spend money eating out anymore? Now he wanted to go buy a whole bunch of Eagles um, paraphernalia. Well, that's not going to help his business. No, and that's a trash decision, but continue. I'm not going to start with you. <laughs> the point of the matter is, you put your money where your that money is an investment. And mm -hmm. the way you invest that money is going to determine how it's going to come back to you. You know, it's, it's going to be a wonderful thing when when Carrick starts connecting with the owners of these restaurants. Right. And he's able to go in there and eat for free. Right. Or he's able to throw different tastings and parties there and different things and bring more traffic in with right. people physically in the building. The takeover. You know, the takeover. Absolutely. Being able to see that he is making the investments $30, $40, $80 here for a meal, but it also is having conversations with the managers, seeing their faces, becoming familiar with them. Those are rubbing elbows. Those are absolutely wonderful things that's going to be an investment in your business that will have an absolute return on investment. And then other businesses will see that and it was like, well, shoot, if he did that and he brought this kind of traffic to their restaurant, I need to get him. Now you're a paid speaker. Mm. And that's what we talk about, those seven streams of right. income. It's like... Oh, okay, well, can you talk about my food? Or I want you to come over here. I'll pay for your food and sponsoring. You know, hey, can you, the next time, can you shout out Life Business Solutions in your blog? So, you know, can I give you money just so you can I'm shout it out? Because I, got you. I appreciate you both. You yeah. We are. I got you. But, but even recognizing that now that's outside and they're leveraging your audience. Mm -hmm. Because you've created an audience of people who follow, know, and like, and trust you because of the investment that you put into making this something that's phenomenal. I mean, I see nothing but great things for you. You know how my wheels get to turn in the back okay. of your head, so. I appreciate that. So let's talk, if we don't, if y'all don't mind, just specifically. I mind. Well, uh, you made the eagle that. joke, and I'm I'm over it. I'm so they anyway. <laughs> let's, let's talk specifically about um, quarter four, and um, I think it's a like a time for business owners. It's to me a very exciting time as a business owner because you you're looking back over the year. Over my life, <laughs> but uh. And you're also looking forward to the next year. So, um, like to go around to everybody, of course, even the Eagles fan. But you know that is what it is. Tis tis. <laughs> but like, share some of the things, like as far as planning in quarter four, and some of the some of the tasks that you take on in quarter four. If you could share just a little bit with us about that, and uh, we'll go around and everybody will share. I think my biggest thing right now is. And I've been trying to work on this. I got to work on it a little harder. I want to get some merch. And what I'm looking for is I want to get some sweatshirts. Well, basically hoodies because I love my hoodies. But I want to get a hoodie with my logo on it. I want to get a hat fitted with my logo on it. It's just things that I want to get out there. And the main thing I want to do is I want to see show myself in it. 
because it's one thing I learned from Arshan. If you're going to have a, a clothing line or anything that you're pushing, you have to be the one wearing it too. Nobody's going to buy the things if you're not going to be the one. You can't sit there and say, I'm going to design these clothes, but I'm not going to wear these clothes. So, yeah, yeah, right there. Living proof right there. So, I mean, it's one of those things where that right there, I think, will be another level that will push uh, the blog to a different level. And I think with having it out there and people seeing it, it'll get them more familiar with who I am and it'll make them look it up. Mm-hmm. And I get to the point where if I do it and I can put the blog address on my back, mm-hmm. that way people can see it. You know, things of that nature is what I'm looking at. And just planning to work more as far as getting this TV idea or blog. It doesn't even have to be me personally. I think I like it better on the internet because it's going to reach more people. And to have people that are interested in doing the same things I am. That's going to make it a lot easier because we all can get on the same page, focus on what we wanted to make happen, and then divide it up and do what we want to do. And if we already have a crew that's going to be available, it's just time. And yeah. That's what's up. Miss David? So, as far as my planning goes, I plan to... I've got something up my sleeve for Giving Thursday, Giving Tuesday. I'm not telling you what it is. Don't. I'm not. But I think that it's going to be, it's going to be one of my biggest gifts. And I believe in charitable giving. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the whole thing. We're blessed to be blessed. And I work, you just work the first three months of the year just so you can pay Uncle Sam. You pay them work the next three months of the year so you can have your living, you play the next three so you can, you know, have a little extra. And Mm -hmm. then the the remainder of that, I believe, truly is for giving. So this is my giving season. And I'm excited about the business and the clients and things that I have lined up because it's going to allow me to give more. It's going to allow me to be so much stronger with that. And I think that, that that's going to help other people. In such a tremendous way. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about it. I'm like so amped about out. I mean, we're talking about $50,000 of just wiped away for people who need it the most. And I'm super, super um, through the roof about that. So that is one of my biggest goals to be able to accomplish. As far as my clients and as far as my business plan, you know, price is going up. Not because I'm trying to be greedy or anything like that, but, you know, I will put on my Facebook page earlier today, you know, I recognize my worth. I have strategically gone through that trial by fire stage and I'm still here. And with that being the case, this is four and a half years. So April will be five exactly when they say most small businesses should fail in the first five years. Mm -hmm. I am on target to still be here come May 15th. So trust and believe your girl is she's good. Mm -hmm. Thank God I'm great. And I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. So I'm already looking at how can I be able to propel that. But. It doesn't mean that I'm just going to turn into one of these bougie a-holes that doesn't, you know, forgets about the people who help them. Mm-hmm. It's so great that we set up this year to have Patrice and um, 
Lorena and EJ in place. So now they can be able to manage a lot. I also am talking with a couple of people that I would like to be able to come in as my assistants. Mm -hmm. And that's going to allow me to leverage my work. So this season is really about me just getting the next pieces in place for 2020. Mm -hmm. And of course, then we've still got the podcast, the things that we want to be able to take to the next level. I want to be able Mm -hmm. to free up my, some of my time in life visions and have my team work on that. So I can start working on new ventures and getting behind ramen a whole lot more, seeing more activity Mm -hmm. there, getting behind fat boy problem, getting behind even more mentoring in various aspects where we can be able to really propel that into even ADOS investors. I mean, ADOS advisors. That is something that I really want to see come to fruition. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to rest until I do. Right. So. Right. And also, I and Alira got to go to space. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. No. Grandma where? Grandma where? No, my grandkids have to go to space. And that's really important to me is when I start looking at, now you're talking about 2020 goal, but I'm looking at a 2040 goal. Right. And if I'm seeing Elon Musk and I'm seeing Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos are all on missions to figure out how they can get to the moon or mm-hmm. space or whatever. Then I'm also looking at what do I need to do to position my grandkids so they can make sure that they don't get left behind. Mm-hmm. And I know that may seem very, oh, that's far-fetched. The, the millionaires and billionaires are moving mm-hmm. in a particular Follow fashion. The Follow the money. I need to be cognizant of that. I need to be aware of that. And I want to make sure that they are a place for that. And you know they got their vision box this week. Yes, I saw that. Who who else you know under a month old worth 50 50 racks? As as the folks said, 50 racks. Mm. Line it up. You know, that was super important because that's the other thing. I believe in what I sell. Absolutely. And product I, of the product. And I want to make sure that that is lined up for my girls just like I tell anybody else that was I mean as soon as they turned 15 days old I was like hit the send button hit the submit button. It was super important to me. Um, So I'm super excited about that and there's so many other different investment things that I want to do for them. And then I've also just got a couple of things that I'm just researching studying yeah. taking notes putting ideas together because it's definitely a whole lot more money out there yep. and there's no reason why some of it shouldn't be in my pocket the grind is mm-hmm. I like that. so from from my standpoint getting a lot of things taken care of personally so that i can reinvest in more of my business uh we talked a bit off air and just so everyone knows this is not haphazard so you know I invest with each of the members of the ramen movement, and they invest in me. It's not a, you know, fly-by-night, we just talk a lot of talk. We are actually walking the walk. So getting some things taken care of personally will allow me to reinvest not only in my business, but the business of my partners as well. And just so everyone knows, we have formed a partnership. So look for great things. David touched it on a little bit. Look for some great things to come from us. We're excited about that. Um, we have this vision that we have cast, and we we talk about it. So there are some things that are going to take place that, in my opinion, will blow people's minds. You know, it's something where you have to position yourself again. 
she touched on it becoming recession proof. You know, regardless of what happens, I can still continue on in my lifestyle Mm -hmm. and my business will thrive throughout, you know. Um, And uh, just to piggyback also, you know, knowing your worth, uh, don't don't downplay the value of your product or service that you provide. You know, these are things I'm focusing on as far as my personal development going into 2020. Uh, Excited for this season because, you know, again, in health and wellness, the first quarter is always a great time. So it's kind of how do I make those bumps in income spread out throughout the year? That's one of the things I've learned looking back over quarters three, two, and one of this year it's like, okay, listen, you saw this, mm-hmm. and then it kind of slowly went down, and then so you take that and spread it or reinvest it. So those are the things I'm looking at as far as planning um, going into Q4. So if we could, I'd like to touch on uh, that statement or topic people make about knowing your worth. And, David, you looked up something that was very interesting and should put things into perspective when people think, Oh, it's just this, or oh, it's just that, and talking about knowing your worth. Oh, yes, absolutely. So, and we'll drop the link on not only the blog cast, but the Rhyming Movement page on Facebook, as well as the group. If you are not part of the group, please add, please contribute, Mm -hmm. so we can just mastermind, share ideas and things. I want to be able to see us create a community where we really get to know one another in our frame of mind. But... The um the cool little link is from Investopedia. So most people will recognize that as a very credible source, but it has a salary per day, hour, and minute calculator. Well, praise God, new application received. Um sorry, I just gotta make making <laughs> money while money, we are. Money, 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 Do money, it. money, money, money. Praise God for that. Speaking yes. of that, I need my bracelet when the show's over. But yes, continue we, on. We got you. We got you. So it's really cool because now that you're able to go in and look at what your monthly salary is. So if your monthly salary is $5,000 a month, that means you essentially get paid over the 30 day, 31 day month of uh, days of the month, then it's $164.38 per day. So say for instance, you decide that you want to go to a UT football game. Mm-hmm. Let's do the math on that. So, a UT football game is what going to be how much for a ticket? $60, $80? 60 at the least. All right. So, we're looking at 60 for the tickets. Then you got to pay another 20 for parking. So, that's $80, right? Mm-hmm. 13 for a beer. 13 for a beer. So, now we're up to 93 Then what about merch are you going to buy? Are you going to get a hat? Are you going to get a t-shirt? So, that might be... We're burning those. Wait a minute. First of all, we're going... We're not <laughs> we're going, going to, to burn UTK. it. Wait a minute. <laughs> Come on. Remember, that, remember the, the scenario. We don't yes, do sir. that. Then, <laughs> they win. They oh. win. Oh, celebrate! We gotta go to Copper Cellar. We gotta get a burger. We gotta get a steak. Yeah, and we gotta have a shot. We gotta buy a glass of wine. Whatever the case may be. Well, it would be about a hundred fifty, sixty dollars that you would spend that day behind a UT game. But that's also the equivalent of what you have made in income for a whole day. So most people say, "Oh, well, you know, I make twenty five dollars an hour." Well, $25 an hour, what does that truly equate to? Every time you go to a football game, you just gave up a whole day's worth of work. Right. Now, as much time as you spend on the job, Mm -hmm. as much drama as you got to deal with, talking on the phones, 
mess people with um, messed up ideologies or whatever the case may be. In my case, people lying to me and telling me they're going to call me back when they don't. I mean, you know, that's a, that's a whole day's work. Mind you, this also incorporates getting up, getting dressed, wash, you know, washing your behind, yeah. putting clean clothes yeah. on. Leaving you know, some days you don't want to put on clean clothes. <laughs> Then, then you you put on clean clothes, you brush your teeth, you wash your all of that. You drive, you sit in traffic, you cuss out the people who are, don't know how to drive and don't know what blinkers are. Right. Then you sit at the office for eight hours and you come back home on the back end, do it again, you eat, you take care of your family. You essentially spent a whole day's worth of income. Mm-hmm. All of that is worth a UT football game to you. So I would encourage people to really look at this calculator and start to be able to determine some of the things that we do and the activities we participate in. Now, now I mind you, I was picking on the guys talking about the football games. My, mind you, that's a UT game. If it was an NFL game, that would just be the price of the ticket, right? Essentially, yeah. A friend of mine went to the uh, Cleveland Browns-Seattle Seahawks game. He's a Seahawks fan. Mm-hmm. Ended up being a $600 trip. Now... Extraordinary circumstances. So the hotel didn't have his reservation, so he had to drive back out. So that ruled out taking the Uber. That ruled out, so he had to pay for parking, mm-hmm. uh, buying merchandise and all that. So his, what he thought was going to be a $200 trip turned out to be a $600 trip. So you have to factor that in too. And if, he, didn't, and if he hadn't planned for that from a cash standpoint, then now he started to use his credit card, which would end up being interest on top of that. Mm-hmm. So in this scenario, that means that one trip or that one football game right. was the equivalent to about three and a half days worth of income right. for him. He has to go to work for three days to be able to go to just that football game. Now, put that into perspective. Even women, even women, to sit and get your hair done one time. I mean, we pay 200 for a bundle. 200 for a bundle. So that means more than a day's worth of income just went into your hair so you can look good. So how long does that last? I mean, not to get out of track. But I mean, not track. I meant to do that. Honey. <laughs> um, so depending on the person, I don't like weaving my hair. So I'm taking it out within the course of a week. Some people will be able to keep it in for Monday. as long as six um, weeks. Yeah. So it really depends on the nature of the person and how comfortable they are and how good a job the beautician does. Okay. Because you get some people in there will have you, you know, stuck to the brain, but that's not what we're talking about. Right, right. They don't want to get too far off. Absolutely. But the reality of it is that could be a very costly, costly. Now, I also seen somebody tag me in a meme earlier today that was like, all right, well, the cost of going to the club, buying drinks. Parking, all of that is $150 a night. Easy. Easy. And we used to go from Thursday to Sunday. And so here you are looking at 45 $450 over the course of the weekend, but you can't put $450 towards your investment nope. accounts. You can't put $450 towards your business. Mm-hmm. You can't put $450 towards That's a lot of money. your savings to your credit cards, your debits, you know, to your debts to be able to clear up your student loan so you can go and get a business loan. There are so much things that we're spending money on. And the hardest thing to grasp is the mentality is, well, I'll just go back to work and make more. But we're repeating the cycle. 
Right. We're not making the necessary changes to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to work and I'm going to make more, but I'm not going back to the club anymore. I'm right. not going to another football game. I'm not going to do all these. And they're not doing anything that's going to increase their income. They're not doing anything mm-hmm. they can monetize outside of, as we all talked about, trading hours for dollars, going to your JLB, you're just over broke. So they can keep you in a place that, mm-hmm. what they say, they, they pay you to forget your dream. Yes. They give you enough money so you can be able to be entertained. Right. But not enough money so you can pursue your dream. So if you start taking that money and pursuing your dreams with it and making too much money, that you can now be able to really chase wealth mm-hmm. and not riches. Mm-hmm. Because there's a difference. Yes, yeah. absolutely. With riches, those are things that are tangible, things that you can touch. Those are, oh well, I you know, I was at the game, I I have a ticket, I have a picture, but being able to say, well, no, that means that my cre- my grandkids are actually going to go to space because I'm putting the money aside for that. That's going to sit into account and that's going to grow and that's going to compound over time. Mm-hmm. That's not anything that I can just tangibly pull mm-hmm. aside right now and say, okay, well, let's go to the grocery store or go to the mall with it Mm -hmm. it's a different mindset and that's the biggest thing about it wealth is a mindset if you don't have the the mindset to say this is for the future this is for building this is some for something so much bigger and greater than the here and now yeah i mean i think you have to be prepared for it before it comes i mean you have to run your business with five customers as if you have five million Mm -hmm. i mean i think like you said back to mindset which we've touched on it in a couple shows it's it it has to be there before and i like the way you speak like especially one thing i've gleaned from you over this this time period um you have systems in place and you're constantly tweaking testing and documenting so you know when something is successful or it doesn't work Mm -hmm. and you're not um you're not afraid like i guess of, of change to say, you know, and I think that holds a lot of people back. They're so afraid of failing, they don't do anything. Yeah. Let's try this. And if it fails, hey, let's just say it failed. Right. And we'll go back to the drawing board and see how we can fix it. Right. Not just, oh, I'm going to take this conservative route. You know, act as if your legacy depends on it because it does. It does. I mean, I think like people are like, ah, again, the nine to five is a cushion. I'm I'm good with this. I mean, I'm you know, I I'm proud to say I was given a pretty substantial raise, but it goes to David's point. Was it hush money? Was it just mm-hmm. okay? So you'll stop. Okay, here we'll give you this, and then you'll continue to go above and beyond, and we'll mm-hmm. give you another one when we feel like it. Yeah, you know, so you have to be cognizant of those things, especially when you're building a business. And I think like in your planning. You should realize, like, that's just a small portion of who I am. This 9 to 5 that I'm doing is not going to be me forever. I'm going to do what I need to do to get by. But I have bigger things. Don't forget your dreams. Don't ever get shell-shocked to the point where you're like, man, they knocked me upside the head with a a big raise, so they must care about it. No, they do not. Your number can get called when times get tough. And, you know... People probably shouldn't talk at my job and management as much as they should, but they have talked. They said, you know, it's like a corporate thing. You guys have to lose three head count the last time we had a layoff. Mm-hmm. And it's like they don't they don't tell you where, 
you get to pick, but just that easy. So anybody high-fiving you and, you know, giving you a pat on the shoulder today could be escorting you out the door Mm -hmm. tomorrow. So that's why another reason that you shouldn't give up, which if your plans are concrete, one last thing about the, the planning, get these things written down. Get them in a conspicuous place where you can see them every day. Write the vision. Make it plain. Two and two. Habakkuk. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think um, I was looking at that today because uh, we're moving. So the 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 board I have in my room, like it, it's been up there so long that I have my I have my one year, two year, and five years. Of course, I hit the one years. I got most of the two years knocked out. I've even not stopped some of the five years already. But that's the point of it's conspicuous. I can see it. When I'm getting dressed, I'm looking at it. When I'm listening, you know, going throughout my day, listening to my daily readings. If you haven't done so, I uh, appreciate Dave Ed for this. Subscribe to Alux. They get you on point. And, you know, you can be programmed either way. You can be programmed to a poverty mindset or you can be programmed to a, a mindset of abundance. So, again, Take pride in your planning. You know, when you go on vacation, let's talk about something fun. When you go on vacation, do you just say, ah, we're just going to get in the car and go 40 east and we'll hit a beach somewhere? Then maybe they'll have a hotel and we'll... You know what? Eventually, one day. So my next, the next thing on my vision list to do, just for fun, and I, I, I don't know, I'm... I want to go into a restaurant, and I just want to tell the chef to cook me whatever they want me to have. A lot of times we go look at the menu. Mm-hmm. The chef, you want, you, some, you want the chef's recommendation. You're like, you know Throw what? it out there. You, you feel special today. So, yes, there's some value in that. But I also know that that may not be in a $200 dish. I better come with my money right. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, you know, that's the, the level of being able to say, am I maintaining just a lifestyle that is going to allow me to have, mm-hmm. you better order off the dollar menu? Right. Or is it going to be able to create a wealth of, 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 of income and abundance to be mm-hmm. able to say, I'm comfortable with saying I can have a new experience. And the other part of it is, it's on my vision list. Mm-hmm. It is something that is important. Write the vision, make it plain. These are things that I say, this is what I want. You know, I, I, so let me tell the story. Can I tell the story? Tell the story. Let me tell the story. So first and foremost, I have a, a girl crush that has been older than Nas. Everybody knows about Nas, but nobody knows that I have a girl crush. It's just one of those pause things that I don't necessarily pause. talk about it. So I'm sitting in my bed on a Thursday evening, minding my business. I, I'll be apt to say I was working from home that day. Teeth didn't get brushed. Shower may or may not have happened that particular day. <laughs> <laughs> I happened to be texting somebody's son, just, you know, just in conversation, the the woo-woo things that, you know, you just do on a case of, man, look, I'm bored. And I happened to look through my timeline on Facebook and I seen that the incomparable Miss Shante Moore was in my city. Okay. What I mean to tell you, I got up, took a shower, brushed my teeth, washed my face, did my makeup, did my hair, and was at the convention center in less than 40 minutes on God. On God? 
on God, on my mama and God, Word. running red lights at all. <laughs> yes, because that was something that was important to me. I dropped everything. Phone was dead. All that other stuff. It was like even a little guy was chatting. That had no significance, nothing important. Because it wasn't one of those things that was on my vision list. It was one of those things that just made me. Now, mind you, a lot of things I won't get out of bed for. I won't even roll over and answer my phone mm -hmm. for a good text message. But knowing that this was something that I wanted to feel like it was an accomplishment for my life and being able to, <gasps> she sang my name. Oh, she said, David's got a man at home. She sang it. She did. I hugged her. I took a picture with her. I told her that I loved her and everything. There's proof on Facebook. Yes. But that was the thing. Some things are moments and memories and things that I truly have value in. Mm -hmm. You know, if if some other rapper or whatever was here, it wouldn't have made a difference to me. And we talked about the Burlington show. Yeah. You know, I love my people, but I, I wasn't going to that. That was not significant. That wasn't on my vision list. That wasn't one of those things that I just had to do right now i was so very fortunate and blessed because i was able to do the whole thing without spending any money 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 money, 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 <laughs> money, money, money. so that was man that's the other thing i mean once a lot of things people have in their mind it's like in order for me to have the things that i want to have and things and see the people that i want to see i got to spend all this money no that was not the case i had the clothes in the closet i there was no nails that got done the hair got pulled up in a ponytail you can see the picture on facebook but your girl was looking 100 percent. and i swear it took me less than 20 minutes to pull it all together right dropped the fur dropped all of that on it i mean she was 1000 but it was because it was so important to me People got to quit jumping up for everything under mm -hmm. the sun that's not important and to them. And that's a business decision. That is. That is a business decision. And we got to be able to, and being able to say, can you be where you need to be in a matter of 20, 30 minutes in order for you to have the right opportunity, you know, mm -hmm. pass a business card, be able to connect with somebody. We get these things that are, I can't go and, you know, it's too late. You should have told me last week. We all have to be in a position where we can say, I already have, my mom used to tell me, you can go anywhere in the world with a credit card, with a credit card, American Express in particular, and a toothbrush. That, that was the way she raised me. You can go anywhere in the world with a credit card and a toothbrush. So being able to say, how quickly can you get dressed? Do you have a suit? Do you have a dress that is in and be willing to take action? No opportunity wasted. Right. Be able. That's what now is. N-O-W. No yeah. opportunity wasted. That's why it's IamWealthyNow.com. Mm -hmm. Don't waste this money. Right. Don't waste this opportunity. Be able to take advantage of it because they may only come once. I could have laid there in the bed and was like, oh, it's too late. I wish I had a known. And he hauled and whined and complained. Yeah. But the reality of it is I took action. I could have. I, I may not have met her. I didn't know. I didn't have to take a picture with her. I just wanted to be in the room. So I know we're going over time, but I definitely wanted to encourage somebody right. who's looking at it from the standpoint of write your vision, make it plain. Yes. When you literally say, these are the things that I want to do. You can't do everything under the sun, but mm -hmm. you've got to be able to prioritize what's really important to you. And trust me, I was, I almost broke my neck to get down there and I had a phenomenal time. And I'm right. so grateful that I had that experience. 
Man, we appreciate you sharing. It gives, gives us something to look up to. When we can be like the professionals that one of these days I'm going to grow up. That's what I aspire to. I hope you all were encouraged. But real quick, we're going to go to our encouraging words for the week. And we're going to start with you, Miss David. If you don't mind, just encourage the people just a little bit. Absolutely. So my encouraging word comes from the Bible, Ecclesiastes 11 and 2. Invest in seven. Yay. Eight ventures, mm-hmm. for you do not know what disasters may come upon the land. So as we're talking about this today, is it right time to start a business? Yes, it's absolutely the right time to start a business. You might want to have a couple of them in your mind and in mm-hmm. play because you do not know what disasters, recessions may come upon the land. You don't know what's going to be recession-proof. You don't know what's going to be the fever or the favor for people. So I absolutely say start positioning yourself now. Right. Because, and take action. Take action. Half of them going to fail. Half of them not going to work. It's okay. Just go ahead and be able to take that, not even as a loss, as a lesson, so you can move forward with that. So, yeah, that is my word for the day. Ecclesiastes 11.2, you know, invest in seven, no, eight ventures, for you do not know what disasters may fall upon the land. C.T.? got three lines for you find your passion live your passion and succeed in your passion boom bam that's all i got quick short to the point mm-hmm. all right so i just want to say that i was encouraged by the squirrels today all right yeah. all right squirrel start preparing for winter now the winter's coming we talk about recession style it as winter Okay, it, so, and sometimes we have our own personal winners and what we go through personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. But prefer, prepare for those times. Uh, make preparation. Don't let everything that comes into your hands go through your hands. Mm. Uh, we are blessed to be a blessing. But, you know, in terms of, you know, going back to one of my favorites, Jay, you know, I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. So I got rich, then gave back. That's the win-win. So, you know, put something away. Make sure you're protecting your family. Make sure you're protecting those things. Let's, if you get together and have your gatherings, you know, we got the holiday seasons. Come come together with your family about acquiring assets. Come together and talk with your family about protecting each other. Let's If, we, if we're seriously talking about legacy, let's get into three generations down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, my name may be forgotten, but the word, the work that I put in, may never, you know, be forgotten. This was the guy that got it started for us. You know, so I encourage you to think with long-term vision. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, prepare for the recession that's coming, but we're not looking at it in a negative standpoint. Let's make ourselves recession-proof. I want everybody to have a great week. This has been a fun show. I appreciate you all as always. And that being said, everybody have a great week. Be empowered. Look for the link to the Investopedia article. Um, check us out. If you know somebody that would be encouraged by this, please share the podcast and join the ramen movement. Uh, this is Brantley Taylor for Carrick Taylor and David Jones. Everybody have a good night. Peace. Blessings.